Tuesday morning. I know you're getting ready to make your waiver claims. we got to talk about Monday Night Football as well. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5. Let's get it started. All right, what's going on, everybody? Adam Azer and Ben Schrager just got done watching a, I guess, pretty exciting finish to the Giants and the Bucks. Tampa Bay wins it 25-23. Ben Schrager here on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Make sure you uh, follow us and stream us on Spotify, by the way. Uh, what is your big takeaway from the game, or maybe maybe more than one takeaway if you got it? Like Daniel Jones. Yeah, Daniel Jones is interesting, and Evan Engram actually looked good today, so that was encouraging. But it's going to be tough to predict the Bucks running backs. Leonard Fournette's going to be a favorable option in PPR, but Ronald Jones can get benched in a second, and Leonard Fournette could get benched in a second. So it was encouraging that Fournette, you know, got more touches. But they're both going to be involved in the past game. One could be benched in any game. It's going to be frustrating all year, all year long. You missed my joke. I said maybe you have more than one takeaway like Daniel Jones because he has more than one you know, turnover every in every single game. game. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I would say, Sterling Shepard is 45% rostered. And this is now 8 to 10 targets, two straight weeks, six or more catches, two straight weeks, six or more catches in all three of the healthy games he has played this year. So I believe... Sterling Shepard will be a pretty high priority for you on the waiver wire for all of you out there. Uh, so what? let's talk about the waiver wire in general going into week nine. Give me three names to know. Zach Moss is number one available in almost 30% of leagues. He's playing all the high-value touches for the Bills. Third down snaps, red zone snaps. He's getting the touchdowns over Singletary. Just put up over 80 yards. So Moss is my number one guy. Damian Harris is number two available in 40% of leagues. He's got the Jets in week nine. Rex Burkhead, James White combined for just 11 touches last week, and Harris went over 100 yards. So Harris is my number two running back. And at wide receiver, I do like Shepard. I also like Corey Davis. I lean Corey Davis a little more than Shepard in non-PPR. Davis is over 11 points in every game he's played this year. John New Smith, only six targets over the past two games. Corey Davis is this year's Devontae Parker. All right, if you need more names, you want to go a little bit deeper, Gus Edwards will be popular. Doesn't seem like Mark Ingram is going to play this week as of right now. So Gus Edwards is it's pretty widely available. Um, Marvin Jones is rostered in 55% of leagues. 52% of leagues make that with with Kenny Galladay out now. And maybe you want to look at Danny Amendola. I don't really think Marvin Hall there. Uh, do you have any other name? Did I steal your thunder at running back by taking Gus Edwards? Uh, well, we Gus Edwards was my last running back. But at okay. quarterback, it's yeah, quarterback. an ugly week for streaming. Yes, Derek is. Carr is available in just 20% of leagues. If he's out there, I love him against the Chargers. But a desperation play would be Drew Locke. He's out there in over 80% of leagues. He's got Atlanta. They give up over 30 points a game to quarterbacks. It's not a confident play, but Locke was over 25 points against the Chargers so Locke is my desperation quarterback play and, and tight end with George Kittle out you're looking for tight end options Jordan Reed could be a tight end to pick up but he may not play this week he has had over six targets in his past two games but Logan Thomas is my favorite tight end coming off a of bye he's available in over 70% of leagues and he's clicking with Kyle Allen averaging just under six targets a game and a touchdown in two straight so Logan Thomas is my top tight end yeah, that's a that's a good deep league option as well. I think Eric Ebron will be popular this week as well, coming off a pretty good game. And he's usually getting you around 50 yards. Uh, I'll throw out Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins only threw 14 passes. Don't judge him too harshly on the game against Green Bay. That was bad conditions for throwing. He'll face Detroit this week, and again, you know it's it's tough. You're gonna you're gonna be a little bit desperate this week if you're looking for a quarterback. Uh, and then tight ends. Yeah, I'm excited about. Really, the opportunity for Jordan Reed, it's interesting. Dallas Goddard, 68% roster, will be popular. Before we go, Ben, 
your thoughts on the George Kittle injury going to miss about eight weeks. So he's certainly droppable, but what does this mean for the 49ers offense with Garoppolo out a while as well? It's awful. I mean, their offense centers around tight ends and running backs. It's still going to, which is why Jordan Reed could be a good option. Ross Dwelly could be a good option. But Brandon Ayuk, while Debo Samuel's out, is going to be a must-start wide receiver, too, because he can kind of act as a short area target if he has to. He can play all over the field. So Ayuk's stock is up, and whatever running back is starting, stock is up. But that's going to be tough to predict every single week. All right. Thank you very much, Ben Schrager. Make sure you listen to the Fantasy Football Today podcast. We'll have more than an hour, about an hour or so, on the waiver wire on Tuesday's show. Follow that one and stream it on Spotify. And don't forget about Debo Samuel, by the way. 62% rostered, had two 100-yard games last year without George Kittle. He could be in for a big second half when he comes back, which is not likely to be this week as they have a Thursday game against the Packers. I'm Adam Azer for Ben Schrager. Thanks for listening. Leave us a nice five-star review, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning.